So welcome, 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 so welcome to No Stupid, stupid Questions. Hello, everybody. This week, up, folks? It's for real. With T. Leak like, and like, Jag. Like a dungeon What's up? No, no <laughs> specific no order. order. I love no Stupid <laughs> Questions show. <laughs> Can we curse on this show? Do whatever it's we feel. Okay. Time is a question for today. No. Right. All right. So, the question. <laughs> What's the name no of the show, Jay? No stupid questions. Jack. Welcome to this episode of... My first question is, who are you? No stupid questions. Hey, everybody. Hope you are having a good week. This is... Oh, it's going to be one of those shows today. <laughs> and I didn't even have sangria. <laughs> it's T-Leak, right? <laughs> and Jack. Right, 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 right. Okay. So this is the newest episode of No Stupid Questions, the show where you have two smart people and one stupid question, or so we thought. There we go. There we go. So what's the what's the stupid question for this evening, Jack? What All right. We, so we got about? a we got a we got a good one this evening. We um, always have a good one. Always true. <laughs> um, but today is a special one, even though they all are special. <laughs> so let me just get to it. The question that? is: Is supporting contemporary hip hop racist? All right. Well, you know, we got to break this down. You're not going to answer first? You give me an answer and then explain why? I, you want to break it down. Well, this one is definitely a depends, right? Especially because, and, and it's, it's funny, I actually thought about inviting a friend of mine who is a hip hop artist. And okay. um, he has, his name is Clever Jeff. Shout out to Clever Jeff. Um, he has his his rap is really about um, what's going on today, and um, it, I guess it would be called conscious hip hop. Is that why I haven't heard of him? <laughs> See, now you get into it. Now you get into it. Why are you trying to take me there? I'm not there yet. <laughs> so he, but he also you know talks about hip hop. At he actually lectures at um, a couple of the colleges in in the Bay Area. So anyway, so I thought about inviting him because it is really interesting to to understand that. So maybe that could be a future show. But I do, you know, knowing what his style is, it's clearly not, I don't feel supporting him is, I feel supporting him is actually really important, um, especially for the reasons you gave is that, you know, we, we don't support a lot of those artists that are talking about some some heavy stuff. And there may be reasons for that, no doubt. I will admit I do have a challenge with support of music, certainly as a woman, that is misogynist. I have issues with discussing, you know, money and and things, and then not having people investing in the community. Um, you know, you could talk about your bling and everything, but if you're not, if it's not, you know, you're not doing anything for us as a community. I, I. So, so what is racist now certainly is different than I think what I might have considered racist before, because I think we have this whole concept of anti-racist, so you almost got to swing the pendulum back the other way. So I'm saying all this, and I haven't given you an answer yet. No, you really haven't. <laughs> and I know it's tough, because 
what's your answer? You got an out the gate answer? So, so here's the problem. Hip hop. Oh, oh, but wait, 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 what is that problem? What's the answer? Well, you didn't answer, so I'm gonna go on a, a little <laughs> sidebar as well. The problem with this question is, I believe you and I both grew up steeped in hip hop, and it it's really the soundtrack. I almost hate to say this, but it's really the soundtrack of our lives because of the time period we grew up and the places we grew up. So no one wants to ever say anything bad. I know I don't ever want to say anything bad about hip hop because there's a special place in my heart for hip hop. And I don't also want to sound like, you know, every generation looks at younger folks and think they've yes. lost their way. Yeah. And, right. and I definitely don't want to sound like your father like my father <laughs> or, 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 or his father when when, right. when they heard Marvin Gaye or right, right. Um, so, so I'm, I, I want to be very careful as we discuss this topic but my off the cuff answer is yes supporting hip hop is racist wow so I'm not going I'm just going <laughs> to say going, yes you're not even going I'm just going to um, say yes so, yes, so yes, now yes. now let me let me let me push you on that just in terms of because I know the other thing that there are often debates about is this concept of what is racist, right? That people say you can't be racist unless you have power. So, and I used to say that. Okay. Well, you changed. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm growing. Okay. So I used to say you can't be racist unless you have power. People can be prejudiced, but unless you have power and can act on that prejudice in a way that affects other people, you cannot be racist. It's interesting. I had a conversation with my dad about this, and he he thought I was crazy coming up with that definition because he grew up in a small town outside of Baton Rouge, actually not too far from where Southern University is, called Scotlandville, Mm -hmm. and it was all black town. Mm -hmm. Um, And he talks about you know no one having any money, but if white people walked in Scotlandville, it was clear it would be clear to anyone that the people that had the power were the people from Scotlandville because hmm. at that particular time they could do whatever they wanted to whoever walked into their neighborhood. So, you know, people have power. This whole concept of, of having power, there there are there are times when even there are times when everyone has power and hmm. and, and, and can um, wield power over other people. They may not have it all the time, but there are times when they definitely have it. And, and they can be racist in those times. But but that aside you know, I think racist is 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 when you either take action that adversely affects people based on some notion mm. of who you think they are, mm-hmm. or even if you have feelings that categorize people based on, uh, in, in, in this case, what you think based on the color of their skin or, or where you think they're from. So that's a pretty broad definition. And, well, and, and I might refine that as we go on in this mm-hmm. show, but I'm pass the mic to you since we're talking about hip hop and, and let you all uh, <laughs> let you let you let you speak here. Let me spit. No, let me just. I, I don't even. I, I ain't got no skills. <laughs> I ain't got no skills in that area. So let me not even check the that, rhyme, y'all. Put that, put that out there. So I'm I'm looking at the definition of anti-racist because I know that is the that is the term of today, right? And right. and and I think it has. I don't like that term, but I understand why we need something like that because just kind of going along to get along and kind of just accepting things as they are is not okay anymore. We can't stand by and, and, and let others 
it, it's it's the whole thing about you know when you what's what's the what's the phrase that they use you know you better remember those phrases than me when you don't do you not doing anything is you actually you know yeah, you, you, you're complicit. You're complicit. You're inaction. Yes. Correct. Your inaction is, is complicit. And that is exactly why I think the term anti-racist came up, because the definition, as I'm looking at it here on Google from the Oxford Dictionary, is a person who opposes racism and promotes racial tolerance. And I don't even think tolerance is accurate in this particular case. It is, I think, racial progress, for, especially for the United States, you know, because tolerance, it really is the just accept it but racial, I don't know, I got to find another word, but I I actually think that is, that is exactly what anti-racist was trying to get past, which is just this this concept of tolerance. I think I've mentioned this before, the AT&T CEO said that, you know, tolerance was, was cowardice, because ultimately, if you don't engage people, if you don't start to do things to actively fight racial injustice, then you are complicit, as you said. So, and that is what it takes courage to actually speak right. up when somebody does something. So, so you know, and, and then I think it gets back to this question that we have, which is, so if, if that's anti-racist, then racist becomes anyone that is complicit to me. And I do feel like in supporting certain types of hip hop, you know, and we could talk about some of those types. And I, I mentioned a few of them, you know, if it's, it really, certainly if you're tearing down on women, especially black women, if you are, you know, in this day and age, because of the criminalization of black men, and if you've watched the 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 Thirteenth Amendment, Ava um, DuVernay's movie, you know the the whole mass incarceration problem that we have. When you start talking about violence, and you're 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 actually kind of contributing to the stereotypes that are out there. And in that way, you are supporting some of those racist beliefs. And in that, that does become the opposite of anti-racist, which I'm calling racist. So so I'm going to have to, you know, given that, and then again, my depends is really, like you said, it's, it's you know, you mentioned contemporary hip hop. I do think that the what we grew up on was was different. It, it took a it took a turn when kind of gangster rap came on the scene. I don't I don't remember the time frame for that, um, but but especially now, there is just a you know there's an over sexualization, especially of black women. Again, there is sort of this hyper masculinization of. Uh, you know, kind of that bravado, that that sort of violent nature that I think is is contributing to to some, not only the stereotypes but also this sort of need to 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 be perceived a certain way. So, given all of that, I'm going to say, in most instances, I would have to agree. I think that we need to really look at what we're supporting because I think that it could be classified as racist. You you kind of soft served that one a little bit. I'm, I'm surprised I, you didn't no, you didn't come I, a little harder than that. I thought so, you were gonna let me slide on that, but okay. So ahead. so oh so you recognized it too. So let me say, I pulled up. I pulled up. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Here's the problem. If you think about the stereotypes that came out of white supremacy about black people, the women were hypersexualized, they were not respected, the black women, they were objects of lust and and dehumanized. 
then you listen to some of the music and those same themes are in some of the music. Uh-oh, um, uh-oh, you about to... So, so yeah, I'm, I'm making it... Preaching, you preaching, but you're you preaching look, on... If, if you look at... If you, if you look at those same stereotypes of black men, they were dumb, lazy, violent, hypersexualized, only concerned with material things. Or sex. Right. Right. Same images in contemporary hip hop. So we're perpetuating those images two, 300 years later the same way that they were they were being put out, the same way that the lies were being put out initially to denigrate the race. So hip hop is doing the same thing. How, how can we look at that other than as being racist? Yeah, I, I think you make an excellent historical point. And then I think it is very, I was listening to an actual, uh, a J. Cole, there's a new record called Snow, Snow on the Bluff. Okay. Um, if you haven't heard it, um, I I, it. yeah. So, so I'm about um, to get my hip hop card taken away from me. <laughs> well, I've been ones. I've been listening to Apple Music New Fire, and and it's funny because it has not only shown me some some interesting new new hip hop music, but also this is where I'm listening to it going some other hip hop music, and I'm like, oh my god, how can these kids listen to it? And my you know my nephews and my my boyfriend's daughter are like sitting there and they're jamming to it and I'm listening to the words and I'm like and I get ready to you know switch it just because I can't hear the the b word anymore and they're like no 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. and I'm like what so it's it's and and that's that is that is definitely a concern that I have and and you know we worry about racists in our kids and similarly I worry about them listening to this music you know, they, they, and I, I used to say this all the time, right? Well, I won't say it all the time, but you know, oh, the lyrics are this, but I like the beat. Right. I said it numerous times myself. And and we gotta, I think we gotta, you know, we had a show on can you separate art from the artist? We we can't separate the beat from the the lyrics anymore, right? We gotta we gotta take it as part and parcel and and you know let that go. Um, now, so this is one of the lines from J. Cole, Snow on the Bluff, is feel like a slave that somehow done saved enough coins to buy his way up out of slavery. Thinking just maybe in my pursuit to make life so much better for me and my babies, I done betrayed the very same people that look at me like I'm some kind of a hero because of the zeros that's next to the commas. And... That to me, I was like, that's that's the struggle that we all have, right? I mean, we're, we're we want to make life better for our children, but we've lost we've lost something in in translation and in the it's kind of like, do the ends really justify the means? You know, I'm all for come up the come up, right? But if you're doing it at the expense of these people, and if your children can't listen to your stuff without, you know, or with you being like, oh, you know, let me explain that, or let me, you know, let you know that that's not how it really is, we got we out of we have a real big problem. And, and it's interesting because J. Cole is probably thought of as more one of the more conscious rappers mm-hmm. of today. Now it's interesting. You, I think you quoted that to give commentary about J. Cole as the artist, 
and our question really is talking about the consumer supporting hip hop. Because I, I do think it's two different questions. Sex and violence has always been the biggest marketing, well, sex has always been the biggest marketing tool the world has ever seen. Music has always been sexualized. The terms used may change over time. How crass the language is may change over time. But sex has, from the, from the first song, sex has, has been a theme of, of, of music. Uh, we talked about Marvin Gaye. Yeah. I mean, his music was very highly sexualized. It wasn't crass, but it was highly sexualized. So I don't know if I blame the artist, and and especially when, and I know it's tough. How, how can how can you how can you say you don't blame the artist, but you think that the music is racist? You know, I, I guess I still come from the era where I think of this the industry in air quotations, the industry still controlling what music we hear. And, and I realize that a lot of those constructs have faded away as of late. But everyone who makes hip hop music today remembers when the only way you could get on was to get some gatekeeper to say, this is the music we're gonna play. Yeah. And that and music too often was degrading of women. It was uh, violent, the whole nine. Well, and, and, you know, I, I, you said that there are two separate questions, this concept of the artist and the consumer. And I think that they, they, it's a, it's a Venn diagram. (laughs) Sorry. I felt, I saw it in my head and I had to, so it's, it's overlapping, right? Because to your point, a brother's trying to make, you know, money. Right. Feed his family. If he's going to do what will make him money. Right. So you support that. And actually, you know, I have to, so we we talked, we've talked before about internalized racism. And just to finish that point, obviously you get it. It's like, you're going to do what people are going to support. And so, you know, on both sides, you're, why are you supporting this when it's bringing you down? And why are you doing this? Because it's bringing you down other than maybe making you some, 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 you know, some money. Right. Um, are you, are you that, is it that dire that you need that money for that? But you know, when you talk about internalized racism, right, you've talked about some of the things that racists, white racists, white supremacists actually sort of put out there to to keep black people down right. and the, some of those exact same you know attributes or characteristics are things that we're perpetuating in these songs well you, you got to ask the question what is it that from a consumer perspective attracts us to these songs right because we, we talked about it at the top which is conscious rap you know, J. Cole aside, who, you know, has a little has a little reputation for being, you know, like you said, more conscious. Conscious rap doesn't make a lot of money. You really yeah. gotta do it because you love you 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 all about the community, you all about the people. So what is it about the 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 you know, I, I, I call it sometimes the ratchet, the ratchet stuff that and now ratchet is a good term, right? Ratchet is like, oh, she ratchet. Oh, yeah, I am. You know, so. Yeah, I don't know about that. But, <laughs> but anyway. 
I'm anyway, not there yet. Well, well, yes, I, I, I'm, I'm again, I'm, I'm putting it out there because I've seen the videos where you know people kind of do their little thing when they get called that. Now this, it's almost like a compliment. But the the fact that that's what we gravitate towards is almost like you know what we had with the um, what was the name of that talk show where the people were fighting each other all the time and Maury Povich or no not Maury because that well Maury's a whole nother thing right because we watch that all the time how many times can you watch you are the father well, you are not watched. the father you are, well how many times can the watchers watch it. So it's it's like we are attracted to these train wrecks. And when you talk about this racist talk, ultimately, because I do agree that the, the type of, of hip hop that we're talking about, the the crazy stuff, the racist, the stuff that perpetuates the racist stereotypes, what is it that is so attractive? Because those, those are the ones making money. Um, so I think you do have to follow the money trail. And, and, and let's be clear. Oh, there's so many different things I want to talk about. I got to, I got to gather myself. Okay. Me too. <laughs> First of all, let's be clear. Around 80% of the people that are buying, spending money on hip hop are white. Okay. So maybe they're playing to their audience. So, so, so then we really have the question is is are these supporters racist because they love that it caters to the beliefs that they have and i think yeah? there's there's a lot of there's a lot of truth in that they're, okay just so you know perpetuating go ahead on the i just wanted to do a quick check in we don't have producers just we are the producers so there are things that say that majority of hip hop listeners are white there are also things that say that Blackness listeners comprise 46% of the hip hop radio audience. So you're saying the buying demographic? I'm saying that um, the buying demographic, I've seen stats that said around 80% of those people are white. I'll try to fact check that or if someone hears this and, and wants to argue with it and has some different stats, feel free to send them. But I mean, it's, it's very, but you know, you do have to follow the money trail. I mean, I think of Jay-Z, for example, one of my favorite mm -hmm. historical rappers. Um, and Jay-Z has a tortured history. I'm not proud of all of everything he put out because <laughs> um, he definitely has his uh, misogynistic and violent songs. But in 2003, he made a song called Moment of Clarity. And uh, one of his lines said, truthfully, I want to rhyme like common sense. And y'all know he goes by common now uh, and is known to be one of the conscious rappers. But I did five mil and I ain't been rhyming like common sense. Mm -hmm. Which yeah. you, you, you got you to love the rhyme play there. The word play. <laughs> uh, but I think that's real. You know, if he makes a conscious album, he doesn't, he doesn't sell five million copies like he does if he makes something that the mainstream wants to hear. Now, I guess the, the, uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on is since people follow formulas in, 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 in business, the formula has been that sex sales, violent sales, talking about bling and without any other substance sales. So you have everybody trying to find, follow that formula 
you have the DJs, the producers of the beats trying to follow that formula and they want to send their music to people that, that will, that will follow that formula. So what ends up happening is that you have all this talent looking in this one area to try to make money and maybe the beats are better because that's where the best beats decide they can make the most money. Right. Yeah. Um, so there are reasons why people are, are the music, the music is popular. I used to be one of those people that say, yeah, I don't pay that much attention to the, to the, you know, I used to, and I'm telling on myself, but <laughs> we're going to be real on this show. Um, <laughs> Uncle Luke. Oh no, you didn't go to Uncle Luke. Uncle oh, Luke. No. <laughs> Nothing. I listen. Wait, how I listen. Do you not listen to the lyrics. That's what I'm saying. Luke. Well, Uncle Luke didn't have many lyrics except well, that's what I'm saying, one or two it was or three so lines. Repetitive. Exactly. Right. So you well, I, so I'm not it. talking about not listening to his lyrics. Oh, oh, I used to oh. listen to his music because I thought it was good music to dance to. Now. I thought that I thought it was entertaining because he was so out there and so out there. I was like, nobody's really listening to this stuff. It's just craziness. And I'm mentally strong enough to hear it and not affect me. But you know what? As I look back at it, I may have been mentally strong enough for it not to affect me, but I'm not so sure it didn't affect most or a lot of his audience. And, well, and that's that's but that's that's the that's where we are with this whole anti racist thing is that you, you can't just stand by, even if it hasn't happened to you, right. even if it's not your experience. You can't stand by because it is too in your face that this is, is happening. And it could be you, certainly for us, it could be us, right? As black folks. So, so we have a vested interest in really changing the narrative. And I think at this point, some of the hip hop that's out there, it's not helping. And like we said, with anti-racist, if you're not helping, you're hurting. Correct. Which is why, you know, I have a hard drive full of music that I don't play. Wow. Um, I don't listen. You know, I can't, I just can't listen to, to the radio like, like I used to. I don't want my kids hearing it. And maybe maybe kids are the best mirror for you and 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 are a spotlight and they shine a light on you yeah. because when they're around you realize some of the things that you did that you may not have thought mm-hmm. was negative or detrimental. You realize that eh, you know that's not something I want to expose my kids to or anyone else's kids for that matter. So yeah, unfortunately, you know I I often say the the most. The, the, the genius, and this is going to sound strange, but the genius thing that white supremacists have done hmm. is that they have created a narrative and pushed the narrative long enough to make the people that the narrative speaks ill against pick up the narrative and run with it themselves. Right. Amazingly, we now push the narrative even if, I mean, of course, they're still pushing it, but we push that narrative even if they're not there to push it. And, and we have to stop that. We have to, we have to first see it, recognize it, and put a nail in the coffin. Well, I, I think that is, I don't think there's really much more to say. I mean, we always have a call to action. I think that's what it is. It's, you are voting, you know, we talk about how important voting is. Right. But you are voting with every 
word you utter, if you say the N-word, <laughs> if you, you know, speak ill of your mother, your sister, your aunt, you know, your girlfriend, so you're voting with how you dress, and and I don't, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not one of those people who say you got to, you know, cover up or whatever, but just understand what you're putting out there, right? That was figuratively. And, <laughs> I'm sorry, um, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> I mean, you know, there, there, is, there are laws against indecent exposure, so there's that. And and you are voting with what you listen to, and what you watch. You are reinforcing some things. If you are reinforcing some things that are really dangerous, then you know, um, I think think. And and you know some people will say, well, you know, we've we've changed the narrative. We're we're changing that around, and it's ours and it's ours. You know what? If you look at the industry, specifically the music industry, if we're talking about hip hop, it's not ours. It's right. very similar to the <laughs> to the sports industry. We don't. We're not in charge. We are a big block and we're, you know, that's like saying, oh, most of the slaves, I mean, we, there were more slaves in the United States than there were white people, you know, the masters. And, but we didn't control it. <laughs> so you can't say just because, you know, and, and the, okay, so maybe we are making a little money off of it. Um, so I, I just, I do want to to plead with people to, don't don't let don't let it you know slip by by just saying oh but the beat is nice that's that's not sufficient right now that's we need the the anti-racist version of you looking at the total package and not letting just that that those words slip through um those concepts slip through um because that is that's racist i think that's enough said all right. There are really no stupid questions. So no stupid questions. Ask away, everybody. Thanks. Be positive, y'all. Take care. You can ask any question that you want, or don't ask no stupid-ass questions. <laughs>